Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't hit for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green, romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico. Oh. Puerto Rico, Suave. What's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Romain Walters. Hey, with three guys on. We're right here. Uh, Romain, possibly a fourth guest coming. Oh, he has just... He just made it in. Okay. So Mike B is it's on not. his way in. There he is. We literally just started. What? We did the whole intro. Yeah. yeah. You unmute Mike. Go ahead. You, you, got me, you got me up to the end of my sandwich. <laughs> uh, you try to scarf down a sandwich real quick? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike B's taking a phone call. All right. He'll be, he'll be on with us yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the Thursday podcast getting off to a great start. Uh, Mike B on the phone, <laughs> Romaine's eating a sandwich. We should have started two minutes later. That's what we should have done. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm looking at the uh, – all the players took a knee. What did you all think of that? All the baseball players? Yeah. What did you all think? It was fine, except that one guy didn't take a knee, right? Well, he's a Christian, so that's why he didn't. What does that have to do with it? What? That's what he said. He's a Christian, so therefore he doesn't have to. Um. He can't kneel. He can only kneel before God. Can't kneel before anybody else. Only before the cross. <clears throat> Old dirty bastard. His name. He's a pitcher. Is he a pitcher? Yeah. Yeah. Here it is. He plays for the San Francisco Giants. Sam Coonrod. Um. I don't. I mean, I don't know much about baseball these days. I don't know if he's a star player. If it matters, if he stands or not. Hmm. But Giants' Sam Coonrod says faith kept him from kneeling during racial justice demonstration. MLB was the star of the sports world Thursday night as the league became the latest professional sport to get underway. Now, there are all these pictures across the league of players kneeling, entire teams kneeling. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, on the mound, they had like the Major League Baseball logo. Mm -hmm. They flipped it. It said BLM instead of MLB. Pretty clever. And uh, this guy, uh, Coonrod, what's his first name? Sam. Sam Coonrod. Second year year relief pitcher, did not take part in the ceremony, and instead stood behind first base at the edge of the infield dirt. He said afterward is because he's a Christian and, quote, I can't kneel before anything besides God. I I meant no ill will by it. I don't think I'm better than anyone. Read the part where he says he doesn't. He doesn't really. He's got some questions about what BLM stands for. Is that, that a, part yeah, I was getting there. I'm a Christian. I just believe I can't kneel before anything besides God, Jesus Christ. 
I chose not to kneel. I feel that if I did kneel, I would be being a hypocrite. I didn't want to be a hypocrite. Like I said, I didn't mean any ill will toward anyone. Um, now, where's the rest of the quote? Because there was more. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's more. <laughs> oh, this article might not have. But, you know, what's, what's, what's crazy about that is, you know, by him standing at first base, you know, first base is a pretty, uh, it's a pretty public base. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first one. It's the first one. You yeah. know, if you didn't feel comfortable, you could have just stood there. You didn't have to walk. That's true. <laughs> Here it is, Andy. I'm a Christian. Like I said, I just can't get on board with a couple of things that I've read about Black Lives Matter. Oh, uh, he read some memes about Black and Lives as, Matter. As Bomani Jones said, and no reporter asked him, what are those things you read? Not one the reporter things, asked him that? What that's, are the other things that you did like about it? He said only a couple question. things. What, yeah. are the things, what are the things that you read that you didn't like? And then tell me what you do like. Yeah, that's the obviously next. That's the obvious next question. Right. Let's talk and, about God for a second. Tell me these things that you don't like about Black Lives Matter. What are they? I right. think there was a picture. I don't know if it was Photoshop. It was him with like a MAGA hat on or something. But I couldn't tell if that was real or if someone was just again setting up a meme. Um, but you know he seemed willing to talk about it. Here's Jason Whitlock. Sports Illustrated said this man hid behind his religion. The walk of a practicing Christian is lonely. It takes courage. What? That's why he doesn't have a job now. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why he doesn't have a job right now. Right? He thought he thought he was hot stuff, and he was like, "I have my show. I, I <laughs> speak for yourself, whatever." And they were like, "Oh, we don't really need you. We have <laughs> we have the other guy from ESPN." Yeah, picture. and he's a fucking idiot too. So you're the you're the worst of the two. So what it's, happens though? I mean, this guy Sam Coonrod says. Um, I don't kneel. Kneeling is a is a line he won't cross, apparently. But when they play the national anthem, which is about a nation, not God, yeah. does he stand with his hand over his heart? Of course he or does. Does he take his hat off? So tell him, tell him about foot washing, Romaine. You think he washes his feet? <laughs> tell him about foot washing, Romaine. Right. The, the, Andy, you right. don't know about foot washing. I don't know foot about washing. Foot washing. Is it's a whole thing. White people don't even wash their legs. <laughs> you think so. he does foot washing because he because kneeling is wrong. You know, right. because you can't kneel beside anybody but Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ knelt to wash wow. people's feet. <laughs> okay. Knelt to do that. Mm -hmm. Those pages are stuck together. Those two, those yeah. two scriptures. <laughs> Some people didn't make it all the way and, through. And he did it to those deemed below him. Below him. To show that they weren't below him. Yep. That they were, that they were the equal of him. People seem to forget that Jesus Christ, if anybody was going to be a member of Black Lives Matter, it was going to be Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> it's going to be Jesus Christ. And I've never even been one who said that Jesus Christ is back. Personally, I think he's kind of in the – my Jesus Christ looks like uh, Lenny Kravitz. That's where I'm at <laughs> personally. <Right. laughs> I'm at personally. I've never been one who said that. But uh, he would definitely be one who was about Black Lives Mattering as well as trans lives mattering and gay lives matter. This is a guy who hung around with prostitutes where his people. Right. <laughs> prostitutes, criminals. You know? And prostitutes are fucking annoying. You ever try to have a conversation with yeah, a prostitute? Yeah, don't go good. <laughs> I mean, you better, you got to be really Christ-like to and, have a conversation. And that and that's the translation's version of it. When you just say prostitutes and criminals, it's just whoever they just didn't like. 
he didn't particularly care so, for the capitalistic system. Right. <laughs> he didn't care for rich people. <laughs> he didn't care definitely for, did not care for rich people. He didn't care for rich people. Definitely uh, did not care for people who were who were too holy. Holy than that. Tell you is that Jesus Christ would be a three guys on fan. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and claim him as uh, our our sock puppet number uh, number yeah. at least two. <laughs> at least two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about the national anthem. Technically. You can do whatever you want to do with that particular time. <laughs> like you, you have the right to put your hand over your heart. You can just put your hands behind your back, you know, and buy it. You can do whatever you want to during that particular time. I don't yeah. understand once you kneel, that's like the line that's being crossed. I've seen worse things happen during the national anthem. Uh, oh, <laughs> when we were at that, when we were at the, the last football game, my clients gave me uh, they have season they have season tickets to the skins they, excuse me the washington football team the teams the team. <laughs> Go team. they have season tickets they're playing the steelers i'm a steelers fan me and andy went they had great tickets too really good seats yes yeah, right, right by the door and this was you know what it was it was anniversary of 9-11 and it was the most uncomfortable shit i'd ever been a part of at a sporting event or an outdoor or something like that first of all during the during the anthem i got up and walked out i said i'm not gonna i'm just was the early in the days of those protests too and And i walked walked out everybody said i went in i went in the lobby so you walk right through and the bar was right there Mm -hmm. because we were on the club level the bar was right there let me tell you something did nobody in there even think about the anthem? Or <laughs> <Nope. laughs> even think except for me and the black girl who was attending the door when I walked out. She was like, couldn't do it, could you? I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I know. And we stood there just talking, looking at each other, talking about it. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm looking at, like, look at all these motherfuckers. <laughs> once you get into the concourse, it's like it, it only has a certain reach. Yes, it's no, you're outside. You know those those movies, the medieval times when they stand just at outside the range of the arrows coming down. And right, like, oh, you right. can't hit us <laughs> like that. You got beyond a certain threshold, and now you no longer are subject to the, to the rituals of the national anthem. Right, right. You are, however, subject to the rituals of standing in line buying uh, overpriced beer. <laughs> hey, you got to get some nachos you and know? a pretzel. When yeah. I was when I was in the army, and um, I, and and somebody who's listening can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think it's either the taps or whatever. Well, anyway, whenever one of those is played over the loudspeaker, depend upon where you're at and what time, you can see maybe three or four soldiers, airmen, marines, or whatever, trying to make a mad dash to some type of roof. Yeah. <laughs> because once you're in the roof, once you're within the roof and you're in the door, you don't have to stand there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> once you're okay. in the building. <laughs> okay, because I've I've been standing in a parking lot. And yeah. You hear taps going, and then all motherfuckers just stop. You have to come to a stand. Yeah. And, if you break, salute. if you break that, if you if you break the seal of the door, if you just make it through the door, <laughs> you can do whatever you want to. But the moment you're outside. You gotta, you gotta freeze, yeah. and that's kind of, that's kind of what you went through. And it just right. starts, don't it? Just start. It used to on Lackland Air Force Base, it would just, it means they're bringing the flag down. They're yeah. bringing the flag, the base flag is coming down, and everybody would just stand there. You gotta look in that direction, 
Yeah, <laughs> got a salute. It, well, I uh, I did a show. I've seen last. it many times. <laughs> I've seen it because at Langley they would start off. It's like a. It's like a. I don't know if it's like a fifteen second warning or whatever. There's like okay. a sound, and you're like, oh <laughs> shit, I got like five. <laughs> and you just see everybody make a bad dash. And, and like you don't want to be obvious about it, but you can see people like make a bad dash to the door <laughs> to try to get into that building. <laughs> so they got to Oh stand. shit! Taps is coming. <laughs> I don't want to stand for 35 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Uh, that's out of tension. I did a show at Lincoln's Cottage in D.C. in like the fall, like October time frame. And uh, they had the windows open. It was hot out. They had the windows open. There's no like central air there. And it's this place in D.C. It's historical. Lincoln had a little cottage in the city. A little getaway from the White House, I guess. And right down the street is a military installation. And so during my set, you start hearing taps. Mm-hmm. Someone is playing a bugle, playing taps while I'm trying to tell jokes, <laughs> which, I mean, I had fun with it. I joked about how the joke must have died, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I mean, it was like, a we were like, are we supposed to stop? Like, am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do? Like, inside, we you're in the military and you're inside. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, that's, that's that. The, the national anthem is a time to do, is technically supposed to be able to do what you want to do. Like you can have your hand over your heart, kneel, whatever. Now it's gotten so politicized and it's been so, oh, you have to do this or else. And yeah. that's not what, I mean, first of all, you come at me because I'm walking away. If you come at me <laughs> and you're like, hey, you're supposed to, I ain't supposed to do shit. Did you serve an army? Did you? Yeah, did you, you I'm going to ask you for your DD-214. If you ain't got it, then get the, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like me with people with their nose out. <laughs> I'm gonna be polite for a little bit, and then I, and then my patience is gone with you. <laughs> what, trip me, what trips me about those people who be like, you need to stand with your hand over your heart. I was, I'm like, they didn't serve. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. they didn't serve in any not just in any military. Like you're not a cop, you're not a fireman, you're yeah. not, the, you're not no public service, not even a volunteer. No yeah. public yeah. service, no teacher. Teachers are the ultimate public servants. No yeah. public service. You're not, a, you're not a parking police. You're not nothing. You just in the trash. <laughs> you don't even, even put the cart back. Yeah, after that, you're done with your groceries. You know, it's funny when I would be when I would be on the base. Mm-hmm. I was about the same age as a lot of those guys. Tech school, you know, them 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 young NCOs. Yeah, I was the same age as those dudes. So they'd be standing there at attention. I'm getting shit out of my car, walking in the gym. They're looking at me like, "Hey, man, why ain't you?" I'm like, "Hey, dog." <laughs> I'm only here because my dad served. I didn't serve. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to work out. Suckers. <laughs> I'll see you when that song's over. <laughs> I'll see you. I saw on Twitter. You I walk saw, in, you're already warmed up. They're like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I saw, I seen on Twitter that the, um, the storm and the Liberty, when the, when the national anthem came on, they just all went to the back. They just left. They all walked okay. to the back. I saw. I saw on Twitter. They didn't do anything. They walked off the court when that. Wow. <laughs> they walked off. The, they I don't know walked. how to. I don't even know how to feel about that one. <laughs> are they having on these sporting events? I guess with when they're in their bubbles and stuff. Are they? They're not having someone come out and actually sing live, right? Are they just playing the national anthem over the PA system, or is it yeah, just I like, mean, ladies and gentlemen, mint condition, and then they come? Apparently, out. Candace Candace Parker is out here crushing it. I'm looking at a highlight of her. Oh shit! Oh oh oh! <laughs> God damn, Candace! You're not doing like that. She did one of these going up to the. You didn't do them like that, Candace. Do they are they really just piping in the national anthem like you're at a high school football game? I think so. 
think so. Or a high school basketball game, football game, the band would play it. They literally walked off the court. Like they, they, like they came on and they dropped all the basketballs and they are walking off the court. <laughs> it's like, what was it, playing taps or something? Like they'll just start running. Yeah. They'll just scatter. Hey, so when you were, when you guys were in high school, did they always play at every sport event? Like they played at football, but it didn't really play at basketball a lot. They definitely yeah. didn't play at a soccer game. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, we did. Well, I didn't go to all, soccer game. First of but. all, they have Brianna Taylor's name on all their jerseys. Yeah, right. The whole name, <laughs> <laughs> not just Taylor. So you can be like, "Oh, her last name is Taylor." No, no. <laughs> um, my high school they did. They definitely played it at basketball games. Like had a little tape deck, like literally, like and now rise, and some kid pushes we did play. That. And then uh, wrestling matches. I think soccer games. I didn't go to any, but I think I'm pretty sure they did. The football thing was different because the band was there marching band and they would play the national mm-hmm. anthem other than that yeah i think every sporting event at school in high school had the national anthem but then when i played little league baseball we didn't do shit it was play ball you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we didn't do that we just yeah. you would you'd have the when a little league you'd have the team over here throwing the ball back and forth you have a team over yeah. there throwing the ball back and forth umpire says uh, some shit makes the yeah, little just like this and then uh the home team takes the field and they start warming up. The visitor swings the bat a little bit and then get in there. And usually if you're in the field, the catcher throws it around the horn. He goes to third, third throws it to second, short, short throws it to second, second throws it to first. We're ready to play. That's yep. our national anthem. Yep. All, I, and then we're rolling. all I know okay. is the WNBA is killing this social justice oh, movement. Oh, absolutely. Now. Cats are like, yo, I'm just going to sit this. Um, look, I'm going to just sit out this 30,000. I'm going to make this uh, on the season. And uh, <laughs> I don't need 30K. <laughs> I'm good on this 40K right now. They're killing. And, and the, I mean, I, I, like I said, I retweeted the video. The balls are still bouncing. <laughs> they, walked, <laughs> they walked off the court. Like, they didn't have the decency to put the ball down, like, stop it. Like, you put the ball down the court and then, like, you stop it from rolling. Yeah. The yeah, balls the- are still going up and down today. <laughs> and hearing it bounce, like, it's about the bounce gets a little bit quicker. <laughs> That is such a sad image. Just slowly stopping and then just rolling. That is such a sad image. And then the and the rockets red glare and here's a ball just kind of rolling down the court. That's that's harsher than not that's harsher than kneeling. That's that's you you don't give a fuck about your anthem. (laughs) Oh, oh, you have a problem with kneeling? (laughs) What if I just walk off the fucking court with the ball still (laughs) bouncing? Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. That's that, uh, but Monty Jones said a great thing about that Kelly Loeffler woman. She was like, you know, she's trying to you trying to talk about, you know, you don't you don't want the sports to be politicized, but you want everybody to put a flag on their fucking arm. This that's politicized. <laughs> well, this you know, thing about the, apparently the flag is not politicized. We play the anthem. That's political. What yeah. got me? So okay, so football had they put out their rules about uh, you can sit out, but you'll get like one seventh of your salary. But it's an advance on next year's salary, so that you pay it back if you get cut next year or whatever. <clears throat> that is whole thing. RG three, who I still follow on Twitter because of his. Uh, <laughs> Why do you do that to you? Because he was the he was the star of the Washington football team. <laughs> the Washington back, football in, team. back in twenty twelve. <laughs> But he's, he's, he was tweeting. Back then, he used to just tweet stuff like motivational shit, like, know your why, you know, and all that shit. Uh, now he's divorce, just a regular divorce dude. Divorce your he's, wife. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> motivational <her> stuff. <laughs> yeah, so he has a yeah he has a, he has on a second wife now, and he's got a couple kids. And so he just posted like a it was like a three tweet thread of the NFL's plan. Just so the plan is in, it's this, this, and this. You can sit out if you want, but then it's going to cost this much. You're going to be paid one seventh of your salary and pay one fifty, hundred fifty grand or whatever. But that's not really free money. It's an advance towards next year's income. And if you don't make the team next year, they can take that money back and all this stuff. He didn't pass any judgment on it. He didn't say, I'm scared for my kids. And he just said, this is the plan. All these people in the comments, oh, welcome to the real world. My sister is a nurse and they have to make those decisions all the time. They have to sequester themselves from their family. He never even said that he was against it. But all these people were like, well, that's how it is in the real. That's how me and my family have to deal with it. We we have to we can opt out, but we don't make any money. But they all kept saying, "Welcome to the real world," because mm-hmm. they want athletes in do the real not, world. Do they not understand how much money he has? But even beyond that, the <laughs> my, bank my point right is now. Do my they point not is understand this. that? Yeah, he's got millions. <laughs> Dan Snyder's still probably paying him. <laughs> so they want athletes to acknowledge the real world, so to speak. But then. The, the real world has politics in it. Yeah. But when an athlete expresses a political belief during his sport, they say, I go to sports to get away from politics. Like, wait a minute. I thought you wanted him to acknowledge the real world. The real world. is a world full of politics. But then you want him to be a robot when you want to be entertained and not exist in the real world mm-hmm. when it comes to watching him play football and expressing opinions. So, it's this push and pull. They just want him to be, hey, shut up and play, uh, but hey, welcome to the real world. This is how it is for me, but you better not say anything about it. So if you want him to be uh, aware of the real world, then you're going to get to hear their politics in their sport because the real world is full of politics. By yeah. the way, he's not the person you have a problem with as far as your real world. Like if your real world is your wife has to do this and do X amount yeah. of thing. RG3 is not the person you should have a problem with. <laughs> That's not the person you, should, you your problem is with. It's really well, he was not. pointing out, and because it was like you have to sequester yourself from your family for like right. four or five, six months and not go. And he was pointing out just people were coming at him in the, not coming at him, but talking to him in the comments mm-hmm. about, um, because he was saying that's kind of how it was for him growing up in a military family because someone gets deployed. Yeah, oh yeah. And you don't yeah, see yeah. your father for six months because both of his parents were military. Yeah. So he was just talking about how tough that is on the kids because, you know, the parents are just, go- is just gone mm-hmm. making that comparison. Uh, but he wasn't passing judgment. He's right, like, though. He's right. It's a good yeah, comparison. Right. It's an apt comparison because you could yeah. spend, what's a TDY, a year? It yeah, could be four tour? months. It could be a year. But yeah. yeah. Your branch, especially if it depends on your branch because um, like in the Army, you could be gone for a year, year and some change. Yeah. 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 I mean, I personally in my family have seen marriages end behind the TDY. Right. <laughs> That's a end. temporary duty assignment. It was yeah, funny. temporary duty is that you watch, watch a marriage end. It ain't yeah. no joke, man. Because the Air Force, I think they cap at six months. Well, the thing, a lot of, you know what happened to a lot of kids that I was coming up with? This, this would always happen. You either go singly for the year or you take your family and you spend like two years. Mm-hmm. That's how right. we ended up in Germany. Now, my dad was already was all in for like, yeah, we're going to Germany. It don't matter. So we went <laughs> and then the duty finished and then he extended. So we stayed through two tours. That's how we ended up being in Germany for five years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I've seen that a lot. It's like my, my, my best friend in middle school, Eric Thompson, the guy who got me into music, who's now a music professor at uh, 
what used to be Southwest University and Southwest, which was a party school in Texas. Now it's like Texas. You know, they, they filmed that movie, that football movie with uh, Scott Bakula with the armadillos. Oh, football movie? yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the armadillos. Yeah. <laughs> Where there was like uh, this bad football team and they just got recently. They filmed it at that school. Anyway, my best friend in, in middle school, he's a music professor there now. His father TDY'd for a year. and We were in, I think, his ninth grade year, ninth or tenth grade year. He was gone for a year because that's to give you the choice. You don't want to approach your family or yeah, you're going to stay, let your family. You just come back. I think you go for nine years. You get to come back for a couple of weeks every quarter maybe. I don't know how it works. Yeah, By the way, uh, Necessary Roughness is the movie. Necessary Roughness, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they filmed that at, at uh, South. It was it used to be my father graduated from Southwest. He got his bachelor's from Southwest. That's the movie where Kathy Ireland was the kicker. Right, right, right. Sports Illustrated model. Uh, she was on the cover like three straight years. She's also a crazy MAGA head now too. Is she really? Yeah. <sighs> those um, those diplomas, those diplomas are are rough. You know, that was another reason why I got the army too, because you could be a contractor. And you can work nine months or like, yeah, you get you can do nine months on and three months off mm-hmm. and then go back to, you know, your station, whatever. Or you have the, the option, whatever. But, you know, to be in a in a war zone or, you know, a deployment for, say, seven months and then you only get in two weeks, that two weeks go back quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like it, a day and a half of just jet lag. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that that two weeks includes you flying there. That don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your, your time starts right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's my, you know, my good so. friend Brian. Yeah. Eric, he he did it. His dad was gone for a year. And like I said, in my family alone, I've seen I've seen the TDY <laughs> just destroy a marriage. <laughs> destroy a marriage. Well, if your kid is in an impressionable part of in their life and they don't have their father or mother around for six, eight, 10 months, 12 mm-hmm. months that could fuck with the kid, you know? So it, these players, I mean, for them, I think it's not quite six months, but it'll be a few months. And so they got to make right. that decision. Like, can I, can I basically, and these people are like, well, my nurse sister does it. Well, it's like, yes. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying this is the deal. Again, <laughs> you know? who, who do you have the problem with here? Right. <laughs> Who is the person you have the problem with? Because he wasn't sister. complaining. Who's the person you have the problem with? And you had, you had to factor in too. You got to look. You, these are these are real people. Like athletes are real people. Like they have real families with you know with real mortgage payments and real bills and real families. Like if you yeah. look at the NBA for example. You're looking at they just now got into the bubble. They've been in the bubble mm-hmm. for a month. Some of them aren't leaving the bubble, depending upon what they when they leave or exit the the, the playoffs until October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they can't leave. This is like a deployment for them. This is like a, a culture right. shock. You know, what I'm saying right. right. So, and also, if if the NBA ends in October, mm-hmm. and then they come back for the next season, which will be an abbreviated season starting around, let's say December, mm-hmm. it's back to the bubble. COVID's not gone. Yeah, oh, no, no vaccine. So they got They got like, you know, again, like a month or a couple months at home, mm-hmm. unless they maybe take four or five months off and just do another half season starting in like, you know, February or something. But if they're going to be, it's going to be like a second deployment. It's going to be back to the bubble again, back to just communicating with your family through texts and, you know, hardship again on your family, potentially, if, if they have trouble dealing with that. Yeah. Hey, Romaine. <laughs> 
Here we go. You ready? Anti-gay Arkansas senator hospitalized with COVID-19 <laughs> after railing against draconian mask mandate. <laughs> That's I say, I say Romaine because this is me and Romaine's favorite shit. There's nothing funnier than us and these Christians who get fucking... <laughs> Yo. Arkansas yes. Republican state senator. And by the way, we're not wishing death on anybody. It's, uh-huh. it's, just, it's kind of funny. <laughs> kind yeah, of it's it's, it's, just, it's funny. just funny. <laughs> Arkansas Republican State Senator Jason Rappert, who earlier this year proposed defending PBS in response to gay actor Billy Porter's appearance on Sesame Street. He wanted to defund PBS because Billy Porter was on Sesame Street. Do you think Billy Porter has been the only gay person to go on Sesame Street? Honestly, (laughs) honestly, do you believe that? If you're an A-list anything and you haven't been on Sesame Street as a yeah. guest, you're not an A-list anything. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Guess what? You're not. Do you know that? I'm an A-lister. <laughs> you know Sesame Street? Then you're not, huh? You're not. <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not. <laughs> you're not. Or you're a piece of shit. They don't want you. And they don't want you on the A. You know, Today's one two show is sponsored by the letter D, which is the list you're on. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> Rapper, a Christian nationalist who introduced a bill calling for a federal anti-gay marriage amendment, recently appeared at a maskless church service in Missouri. I don't need no mask. <laughs> Guess what? The Arkansas Senate announced uh, Thursday on his Facebook page that he's uh, hospitalized with pneumonia and has tested positive for COVID-19, but is responding well to treatment. I'm being washed in the blood of Christ. <laughs> it's a difficult time for my family, but we know that God is with us always. Was he with you when you didn't have a mask on? He was just right. testing me and testing everybody else around who might have died from my COVID. We're sincerely <laughs> grateful for the many prayers of love and support that have been expressed on our behalf. Oh, yeah. We've all been doing our best to wear a mask. <laughs> Social distance and be careful like everyone else. Okay, let's let's break down that sentence. Right. <laughs> we have all been doing our best to wear a mask. Social no. distance. Uh-huh. And be careful like everyone else. No, they Didn't haven't. you just go to church without a mask on? A packed up church? <laughs> yeah, but he was being washed in the blood of Christ. What part of... God doesn't like, come like everybody you know, Andy, else. You know, Andy, for somebody who's an atheist, you say that with a lot of conviction. Like, <laughs> I've heard people say it. <laughs> you know, the worst part about coronavirus is all the gay nurses. <laughs> gay male nurses all over that hospital walking around taking my temperature all the time. <laughs> this virus is serious and can attack anyone regardless of age or general health. Yeah, we know that. We, <laughs> that's why I don't want my kid going back to school right now. Right. I look forward and the thing to is, a full recovery because my caregivers and the medical staff have been taking very good care of me. Please. Oh, now science is helpful? Yeah, yeah. Now it's helpful? Now science is, oh, they're being taken care you of me. But, man, them prior. <laughs> man uh, so many people should be lucky that hospitals don't have the same code that police do and that their first words are do no harm because there's some folks who would have been walked away from these <laughs> motherfuckers. Like, you did what? At a massive where? Well, now, now, room, room six. This is, this is what he wrote. Okay, so the governor of um, of Missouri mandated everybody has to wear a mask. So he wrote, this is what he says, there's no question that COVID-19 is serious and can be very deadly for those with underlying conditions in the elderly. Now, you would think that after you write that sentence, the next sentence would be, and I applaud my governor. <laughs> And fellow Republican for saying that for mandating that we must wear masks. You would think that would be the next sentence. Right. But it wasn't. 
the next sentence was, but the fact is, 99% of our nation has not been afflicted yet. And this pandemic is no worse statistically than, than other severe outbreaks and that we have endured without draconian measures, isolating the healthy and shutting down our entire economy. Andy, do you want to you want to talk about those numbers a little bit? I think you've, you've broken those numbers before. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say that Jesus is my hand sanitizer. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can have your Purell. I'll take the pure blood of Jesus Christ. Um, the numbers of cases uh, being, are going up. All right. The number of deaths are not going up as much as they were a couple months ago. Because younger people are getting it, they're more likely to survive. But they're still going up. The risk is still out there. Also, it's going up and it's not stopping. So the likelihood of getting it goes up. So even if you're like, even if the ratio of people who die is low, uh, the likelihood of getting it keeps increasing because more people are getting it and spreading it. Which means the likelihood of someone dying goes up because of just the sheer volume of people getting it. People keep talking about the ratio, 1%, less than 1%. If you get it, the ratio makes sense. But if you're, the, the, the 0% ratio is not getting it. If you don't have coronavirus, you have 0% chance of dying from it. As soon as you get it, you have some chance of dying from it, whether it's 0.1% or higher, or, you know, 2-3%. But the likelihood of getting it keeps going up, which means that the likelihood of dying from it goes up just by sheer volume. And they never talk about that. Also, the flu is not comparable whatsoever. No let, me one, put it, let me put it to you like this. Do you know anybody who's died of the flu? Or, Other than an old, old, very old person. Do you know anybody? Well, put it like this. Coronavirus since March, two Grammy winners have died from it. Other people who are somewhat famous have had it, had serious cases. Uh, other people who were famous that didn't win awards have died from it. People say car accidents and flu and this and that. Well, how many people, lifetime celebrities, people who would make the news, do you know who've died from the flu? Right, right. How many this people year, do you know personally that the flu put in the hospital? Right. <laughs> for, <laughs> for extended lengths of time. How many people do you know has been through that? Right. That the flu, the flu said, "Fuck your ass, your ass getting on the ventilator." How, how many people do you know who's been through that? Yeah, not, not a lot of one. people. Yeah, not a lot of people know someone who almost died from the flu. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm sure it's happened. Right. It's just, but it's noteworthy if it's a famous person because then it makes the news. And so, right. we haven't had any news stories about, you know, so and so famous person died from the flu in our lifetimes, let alone since right. March of this year. Right. You since know. think about that since march it's march <laughs> march oh but it's just like flu this is you know? uh charity right here see all that shit yeah she's taking it out to people who are uh supplies what's up people were protesting yeah people are still out there protesting charity's doing that work man and she put it in there charity's she's doing that work man she putting that work in she is putting that work in not to be denied. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be denied. You know, we've also been, we were, uh, me, you, and Charity, me, me, Mike, and Charity have been discussing people. <laughs> Very uncomfortable conversation, I'll be honest with you. Oh, you got a little, you got a little uh, group text going? Yeah, Mike ain't ready for that conversation. To be uh, hey, look, hey, look, my conversations be like, hey, man, I know. 
Hey, not, hey, look, hey, look. Oh, I know what this is. This is one of those. What's yeah, up with your Reds, boy? Uh, excuse me. The Washington football team. That conversation. <laughs> hey, look. Oh, that conversation. Hey, look. I, I, I'm getting it from Randolph and Charity. And then when I'm not getting it from – look, Randolph just jumped in with Charity. But I've been also getting that same amount of smoke from Charity and Kareem. Oh. <laughs> and, we need to get Kareem on the podcast. What do you think about that? We need to bring her on. <laughs> popped up on the mind of Dom a couple times. Uh, yeah. She's and, on and, there. And I just been I just been sitting there, and I, I and, you know, and I guess because I'm a battered married person, I know when th- this is not the, the hill I need to die on. <laughs> this is take it, you know, yeah. take it, just like, I'm, like gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take this one. And it'd be like, so what you gonna do, Mike? I'm like, man, shit, come on now, look. <laughs> hey man, listen, it it really, it really makes you think. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? it really does. It really makes you think. Andy and I, we'll see somebody say something fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then we'll either have a phone conversation about it or we'll text back and forth about this person. Just to really, really make you think, though, man, because this, yeah. expo- this shit is exposed to a lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know what? Our, a lot okay. of masks are coming off, literally right. and figuratively. Here, yeah. here's, here's my thing. All right. I can give you one. It's that double and triple down. That's when I'm like, oh, come on. Man. You ain't got that. <laughs> Like you ain't gotta triple down. You, you know what? You're right. You're right though, because you can come back for money. Because like, if you say one stupid thing and then you go, "Oh wait, I mean like that," or "I said it wrong," or yeah. you can you can say you can get. But when you're two, three years, you've confirmed the first one. You confirmed yeah. the second one with the first one and the third one. You confirmed yeah. your lifestyle. Now you're looking at them like the clothes you wear. Oh shit, that's probably why you wear this. Oh, that's probably why you say that. That's probably why you. And then before you know it, you're like, man, this entire life was just right in my face like this, and I just saw. I was a good person. I saw the good in them. <laughs> I'm the good person. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the good in them. They were not. <laughs> that's, that's me right now. I see the good. I see the good in them. I just, I just want, I just want somebody to take his phone and change his password. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's just, I think it's just performative, man. It's just yeah. performative, ego-driven performance bullshit. Yeah. It, it's definitely no depth of thought there. I'm like, you really ain't that smart, man. All the listeners are like, well, who are they talking about? You don't need to know. You don't need to know. <laughs> you know what? It's no one you it's let me put it this yeah. way, it's no one you've ever heard. Okay, so don't go right. down that road. Here's, here's <laughs> the thing, you, you don't even I don't even think you need to say that because right now we're in a place where they could just put whoever they dealing with in that same place right there. <laughs> there you go. There and you that's go. all it is. This is a so choose in that your case, own adventure. It is someone you know. You know the motherfucker. <laughs> you know that person. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a choose your own adventure and like who's this nigga? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> no. In that case, in that case, yes, it's a motherfucker you know. It's a yeah. it's that triple down, man. When you triple down, then you start sharing articles and I like oh. memes and shit. I like oh, come articles on. and memes that ain't first of all ain't true. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't true. You're like this is not what? Where'd you get this? Yeah, the motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I, yo, when I when I see the memes now and I see people post stuff. One of two things happen depending if they're black or white, first of all. But like with white people, it's like, I need to keep an eye on this nigga. So I probably I'm not gonna friend them yet. I wanna see how far this goes. <laughs> right? And then with black people, it's more like, I was rooting for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was rooting for you. I was rooting for like like like, yeah, we may all be together on Black Lives Matter, but when it comes to like certain things, you're gonna capsize the boat, man. That's that's I don't. We don't need that. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I, I I need your strength. I just don't need you to touch any of the buttons. Yeah, I just. 
this this pandemic has really just <laughs> really people, man. It, it is it's, it's what, like it's what my grandma used to say all the time. An idle mind is a devil's playground. I need some people to get some busy. Get busy. I need somebody. <laughs> I, need people to, I need people to get some crossword puzzles. Get, get a coloring book. <laughs> you need people to bathe in the blood of Christ. <laughs> I'm happy about it, dude. I'm glad this shit's exposing people. I really am. Yeah, but it's it's like some people are like, oh man, you. I mean, okay, like I already knew about one, but when it's like somebody that I don't know, and I think that's what the struggle is with me. Is when it's, um, with this particular um subject that we're talking about but when it's somebody i don't know like that for real and i see them post something like oh man you <laughs> <laughs> you not you, feel, you you feel let down in yourself i've been yeah there. i feel like yeah i didn't see this yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, man. also there are these moments where people will let's say take a stance that is a little bit questionable for whatever reason, self-interest with like the with like a football team name. It's it's I'm used to the old team name, and I grew up with it. With coronavirus, it's sometimes it literally is economic anxiety sometimes. But what it does, you start following other accounts who are saying the things you're saying, and those accounts become the entry point into some deeper, crazier shit. So, coronavirus is very politicized. For example, the people who are minimizing it typically are on the right and yeah. if you if you want to feel better about the situation because of your anxieties quote unquote you might start following some of the people who really post mostly about coronavirus and they post uh, the things that make you feel like oh it's not so bad and this state has its own had it under control and but now that's your feed because it mm-hmm. starts recommending more people like that yep. and it turns out those people are also posting some questionable shit about athletes kneeling or about Black Lives Matter or about any number of other things. And now your feed is full of that too because that has been your entry point into this world. And so before you know it, all you wanted was to feel good about your football team or the coronavirus or whatever. And now you're starting to get all these messages that are sort of indoctrinating you into this other world. And so it's always, it always starts with something small, you know? Yeah, yeah. men's rights I mean, guys. Yo, you know, they, I mean, they have a girl breaks their heart or or whatever, and they just go to a message board to feel comforted, and then they their whole feed. Because once you get into a feed on like Twitter stuff, it just starts recommending similar people, and you start following them yep. and seeing who they like and all that. And now you're in this other world of deeper shit. YouTube and before did you the know same it, thing. That's YouTube's who you are. Things are, are are about the same in that regard. Where. Like I was saying, like when it comes to video games, that happens because you try to watch a game and then it's like, we're angry about this in the game. And then it turns into, we don't like women, like the, the rabbit hole <laughs> that the YouTube algorithm gives you, you end up yeah. in some all right places when you, all you wanted to do was watch somebody play Resident Evil. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. that's, and that's it. Like you don't even have to be sad about the thing. You just have to. And it starts oh. pretty moderate. It starts with like just, you know, a little bit of, yeah, and that's kind of, I feel this way too. And then yeah. the more you get into it, the more it starts recommending things and you start click, filling up your feed with more of that, more of that, more of that. And then next thing you know, okay. you're a fucking men's rights activist. Or right. And even then, when I, was, when I was telling you about those times where yeah. they infiltrated that group, they, these, they infiltrate these groups and then you can't recognize the group that was before. And he practiced in there. He practiced with men's rights. He practiced in video games. He practiced in the comic book nerd sphere. Where it's yeah. easy to find somebody who's sad but not getting the date. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, 
So they practiced there, and when it blew up and all this started happening, and it was difficult to watch, but it was, it's all the same things. All the same things. My problem with the um, with the with the cats that are upset about the the change of the football team's name, and they and they start pulling out data like, well, yeah, uh, only only. T- Three percent of the Native American population uh, find it finds it, uh, you know, as a slur. But do you even know like, anybody who's in the Native American population? <laughs> <laughs> so, so when they pull out this data, my thing is, if it's if it's not one hundred percent Native Americans don't find this offensive, then right. it's offensive. Change the name. That's like that's like finding. <laughs> Wait, like, what's the number? Like, what percentage would make you okay with the name change? Six percent, fifty percent? Like, if they're saying this is not enough people, yeah, they have to also have an idea of what is the right number of Native Americans, and they don't have that number. Yeah, those are the the questions, though. Like the stuff that, like, and that's why I really appreciate y'all sometimes because, like, y'all ask that next question. But we right. aren't the journalists. <laughs> they need to do the next ones. <laughs> like, you like you ever sit down and you you're watching it even when it's live and you're just like, "Where's the next fucking question? Yeah, what's where, 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 where's the follow up? Did you not hear that? Like, you're you you you're, you're we're watching this live, especially when it's live, and you're watching it and you're like, you heard that like I did. Why did you stop? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like we know what this, this is an interview. It's isn't about like you can't see something that's wild out there. And not like you know, recently they've been throwing around Barbara Walters' 1990 interview with Trump. Yeah, uh, on Twitter, and someone else's. Uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. I post, I retweeted that one. Um, they just you just was just ask the next question. Right. Hey man, I just slapped somebody. Oh man, who'd you slap? That's the well, next. Who, question. Who's that? Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw um an inter- I, yeah. I saw um an interview on actually it was it was Tiffany Cross because she was doing a- AM Joy because you know Joy Reid moved yeah, over. Yeah, that interview is popping up my I haven't watched it yet. What so what what happened? Let me tell you something. First of all, Tiffany Cross put put the look Bruce Lavelle if that's his name. I don't. It's, it's Bruce Lavelle. Um, they Bruce, doing Bruce? It, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Bruce was on Tiffany Cross. Like Bruce Bruce with it. <laughs> Bruce Bruce with it. Bruce Bruce with it. <laughs> So Bruce, so he's doing the interview. He's part of like I guess he's supposed to be the diversity for Trump campaign or whatever. That's his thing. That's he's the head of that. So he goes on to Tiffany Cross and Tiffany Cross starts asking the questions. So she asked him about um the coronavirus and how Trump's handling it. He answers the question and then veers off <laughs> into Obama. And he was like, and that's great. I, I, she cuts him off, like, hey, that's great. I'm asking you specifically about Trump. And then he's like, "Well, you brought up Obama." He, he was, she was like, "No, I didn't. <laughs> you brought up Obama. <laughs> no, no, I didn't." <laughs> and like every question that he asked, it was like all like he was like, "Yeah, well, first of all, it's the China virus, and and and, and Trump's been doing a great job." And she was like, "Wait a minute, stop. Why are you calling it the China virus? But you're the head of diversity <laughs> for, for Trump using <laughs> racial <laughs> She murdered this dude. It got to the point where this dude couldn't sit still. He was shivering and he was he was like, come on, let's just keep it real. He started turning to like somebody, uncle, let's just keep it real. He was like, all right, well, let's, she was like, all right, let's keep it real, Bruce. Let's talk there. And then he, she asked the next question. Um, well, what is Trump planning on doing with so and so and so? He was like, well, we're going to, well, Trump, what Trump has done in three years is more than Joe Biden has done the whole time. She was like, let me stop you there. I'm <laughs> asking you about Trump. I'm not asking you about Biden. If I have somebody representing Biden on, I will ask him Biden questions. He was like, well, you you brought up Biden. I'm like, she was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't <bring> Biden. <laughs> no. 
head. <laughs> dude, I'm trying to tell y'all, she murked this dude. <laughs> like, normally the interviews are like five, maybe five minutes max. Yeah. This felt like a good 20-minute murking. <laughs> it popped up in my feed. I was looking, I was like, I need to watch this now. Now I'm like, yeah, I definitely need to yeah, watch this. Yeah, on Twitter, there's a two-minute and 20-second clip going around because that's Twitter's limit sometimes. But I think the full version is up there, too. There's on a Twitter. full version that's broken into parts. Yeah. She murked this dude. Yeah, because I walked by this morning, and I saw her, and I was like, oh, Tiffany Cross is in. That's good. Yeah, you know, and then I just kind of kept going. I didn't really sit with it, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Joy Reid's doing great, which I expected. <laughs> she murdered. She murdered the first up. Her first one was Hillary and Biden. Her <laughs> show, <I'm> like Jesus. <laughs> uh, come her back show, tomorrow. Like, where we're the gonna... bar so high, Joy. <laughs> tomorrow night we're gonna have uh, Jesus Christ bathing us in His blood. He's, He's gonna, gonna wash. Come, He's gonna come in and wash my feet, and then we're gonna talk a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> my only criticism and then Stacey Abrams so. <laughs> my only criticism about the show I love the show from top to bottom I even have it on DVR yeah um, I don't like the theme song I feel like the theme song is a little I haven't like, heard it yet is it bad it's it's a little like Lester it looked like somebody had a Casio machine and just was like da, 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 da. we need to get her in touch with either Felt 5 or Infrared Crypto <laughs> yeah we found out some Infrared Crypto <laughs> yeah, five like, does intros you know yeah if you have a show called the readout i just feel like the music should match i just <laughs> i just i just think they should have just went with pm joy it was it was right there <laughs> just pm joy pm joy pm joy it was right there it was right there <laughs> tiffany yeah. cross said it too i was like i'm not the only one who's thinking this because she said the same shit it's pm joy we're gonna just call it pm joy <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess no matter what, they're doing a play on the name because you got the readout. Yeah. Is that what it is? The readout. Yeah, the readout. R e i d route. The readout. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the readout. Maybe maybe somebody owns the um trade. The um owns the owns the copyright to PM Joy. PM, PM Joy. Joy. I can see that. That's gonna be the new Redskins name. It's gonna be the Washington PM it'd be Joy. The, it'd be the same motherfucker that bought that bought up all the names that the Redskins. <laughs> all the other ones. Possibly go with. It'd be that same dude. So let me just go ahead and buy PM Joy just in yeah. case. <laughs> yeah, you guys want it? You got to pay, just in case. Jamie Joy, Andy, what do you think about that? This uh, the Washington football team. Well, I think the story got a little bit obscured. The whole the story was, we told you guys two weeks ago that we're retiring the name, and we haven't announced a new name, and we may not for a little while. In the interim, in lieu of that, we're calling ourselves. We're just branding the name Washington Football Team. So don't say basically. Don't still say Redskins. Don't say formerly known as Redskins. Just call us Washington football team. All our official letterhead and documents and shirts will say Washington football team. But we got a name change coming. And people took that as, this is their new name? No. (laughs) Not their new name. They're just telling you while we're deciding, because for some reason it's taken a while. They've had years to figure this shit out. We're, We're working out some legal issues or whatever with some trademarks. So for now... Can you stop saying Redskins still? Because we're trying to get away from that. Um, so let's just keep it the Washington football team. You know, that's all. I, okay. I, it might be the whole, it might even start the season with that because I don't even know when they're going to come out with this new name. It seems like it should have already been done. But yeah, and that's and that is my problem with it. <laughs> you know, it hit, you it's know, not, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 was, I was thinking that like you, you had Redskins and fighting it, and people fighting for it for so long that you didn't have a backup just in case you lost that court right. case. 
They've had <laughs> it was like 2013 when the latest round of talk started. 2013, 2014. But back in 91, they won the Super Bowl in the 91 season. Early 92 was when they won that Super Bowl. They were protesters outside the stadium at the Super Bowl saying, change the name. Granted, that was different ownership, but Dan Snyder took over in 97. This has been an ongoing conversation. He has to have figured out. Apparently, he had some names that he was like the Warriors or whatever that he was kind of okay with in the past. So... I think they got their name. I think someone owns it or maybe some college team has that name and they got to figure out the trademark situation. But it's so clumsy. It's just like everything else with this team. I mean, they've had coaching searches that have gone on way too long. They hired Jim Zorn years ago to be their offensive coordinator <laughs> without a head coach present, which is normally the head coach has some say in that. They're like, hey, Jim Zorn, come be our offensive coordinator while we search for a head coach. And no one wanted the job. So then like a month later, they went to Jim Zorn. They're like, hey, question. How do you feel about being the head coach of the Washington football teams? And he took the job unqualified. No, I mean, he was an offensive coordinator. He was good for that. But he wasn't a head coach. His, his rallying cry was hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. This was in like 2008. Hip, hip, hooray was his rallying cry. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. But they had no choice because they fucked it all up with their head. So they always do this. They fuck it up. There's, there's, all they got to do is just have an adult in the room to say, all right, look, contingency plan. This is going to be our name. Um, go announce it and be done with it. But they got to do this dragged out shit. You would think, and I mean, maybe not. I don't own a team, but you would think if if you own if you own a team, that you would have like another name in the bag just in case. <laughs> right. Every team better have one now. Every yeah, team right. with a with a Native American mascot better already have their other team name. That's ready. that's my problem with the whole shit. It's just the arrogance of the arrogance of the whole shit was revealed to us. Like y'all don't even think about another name all this time. You've never even thought about it. <laughs> You've never even. Thought not once about it. And you know what's fucked up is a few years ago. Pieces of shit. <laughs> when this bubbled up like a few years ago, Dan Snyder had a quote. He doesn't talk to the press much, but he had a quote and he said, Yeah, the name will never change. You can put that in all caps. Right. Mm. And then now the team, the city already has a team called the Caps. They could have been the Caps. <laughs> that would have been the ultimate troll if they would have been like, Yeah, we're the fucking Caps. But we already got the Capitals and they're the Caps. But they should have had, I mean, I think Warriors, they probably wanted, but someone might own it yeah. already. Like Golden State. I think they should stay the fuck away from Native American imagery at yeah. all. Just get all the at way all. away. Either go with the Red Tails or go with the Red Wolves. To me, it's, it's those two. Go with now the Red Sentinels is the, ne- is the shit that people are talking what, what? about. The Washington Sentinels. Sentinels. What the fuck yeah. are Sentinels? You gonna have the motherfuckers from X Men comics? Yeah, that's gonna be your, your mascot, a fucking robot that kills mutants. Don't yeah. do that. The Washington right? Sentinels, the Washington Sentry. <laughs> the Sentinels meant to kill other things. To kill, Don't do that. To kill, to kill people that were deemed other. Yeah. That way you keep red in the title. Red tails or red wolves. That's, you know. Well, you know a lot what's of funny people, to me is that we've had. Anytime there's something that involves blackness. They run away from it. Like <clears throat> the Nationals had the opportunity to just call themselves the Grays. It made perfect sense. Cool name. <laughs> it made perfect sense. It didn't make anything other than perfect sense. Perfect sense. Just call yourself the Grays. Yeah. Boom. Washington Grays. They were the last team to win a championship here. 
baseball team. Okay, before the Nationals won, just call yourself the Grays. Yeah, the I'm sure it was won. suggested. I'm sure it was. It suggested. was talked about. I remember it. I was like, that's pretty and cool. Somebody and somebody somewhere, and I could hear the conversation. Well, if we call it that, then somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be upset that we're honoring black or some bullshit like that. They always run away from this. So now we got the Red Tails again. Uh, Zorn was talking to not Zorn. Uh, Rivera was saying well, we need a military tie-in. I don't know why you feel like you need a military tie-in, but fine, Red Tails. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> it's it's easy. It's a, it's a layup. Just the only thing the about red the red tails is they have no connection to the city, unlike the grays. Who gives? You know? Really? Like, and the and the red wolves have a connection to the city? No, they don't. <laughs> hey, that's that's the thing. You got if you're gonna go with red, because people are they have this thing where they're because the hashtag HTTR hail to the Redskins. Right. People are like we got to keep the R for the hashtag. I'm like <laughs> change the hashtag. The hashtag's about to <laughs> become different. Change the theme song. There was, there was literally no, ha- no hashtags until like 2007. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no one was doing the HTTR. The about to different. Different. <laughs> doesn't matter. So you can I mean, I a- go with the red velvet cakes. It doesn't whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the red velvets red velvets <laughs> red velvets <laughs> it's just an odd little layer of anti-blackness that pops up you see it popping up in places and when you call people they're like no it's nothing to do with i'm like well it's right there for you just talking right. it's right there i'm down <laughs> for the red velvets the red velvets now that yeah. sounds like an r&b group right? yeah the red velvets <laughs> one, of them, one of them catches the ball and like is it kate oh the mascot could be velvet jones from saying out live <laughs> Hi, I'm Velvet Jones. <laughs> and the Murphy character, Velvet Jones. <laughs> yeah, they, you I mean, they could they could go with the red line since there's a metro line called called the red lines. But I mean, <laughs> if you want to keep red, but you can just keep the letter R and have something else, or don't you even worry the red about lines, the R. You have a train a train on fire. That would be your yeah. That would be your logo. Train just a fire. train yes. with fire coming out of it. The just Washington lines. track fires. Just a depressed black man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the helmet without the just a, the helmet will have a depressed black man who just missed his train with his right, head. Right, right. <laughs> or, or it's a guy chewing gum really slow, looking down the track, like waiting on the train to come. Checking his watch. <laughs> or someone trying to sneak a fry and hopefully they'll know they'll get caught. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just this odd, this odd little piece of anti-blackness. I'm like, you, it's all right there for you. Just, just do it. Uh, we don't want people to get upset. It's like that Kelly Loeffler. Well, people are going to get upset if you say, Who get, are you worried about the racist dollar again? <laughs> that's the dollar you're worried about? That, that, that's funny because the same people, if you, if, if we, like, wouldn't you want to market towards the community that, that, that pretty much keeps the economy going. What what they say our numbers are like what billion? We we spent what two point billion or something? We're like trillion, something like a trillion. But we don't know if that's the real if that's a real number. We spent a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it like that. We spent a lot of money. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of good money gets spent. Nobody knows what the actual numbers are, but we spent a lot of money. Oh, by the way, the the Sentinels was going to be the DC Sentinels. They were even going to they were going to do a whole new. It wasn't going to be Washington. It was going to be DC Sentinels. So okay. I mean, I don't know. I, it just fucking choose one. <laughs> you know, choose one that's not offensive. You, if if wolves aren't indigenous or if red tails <laughs> didn't train here, then just pick some other shit. You know, right. there's a lot of other. And, shit. And, and and the thing is, is this is all all of this is is this white folks' fault? <laughs> all of it, <laughs> all of it. Like when even even blackface, blackface could be a regular old thing. 
except the white people make blackface a racial thing. Right. Like painting your face should be kind of normal, no matter how you do it. But <laughs> but it but but in this universe where we are right now, it can't work. Earth two, it probably just fight over there. Maybe Earth three. Everyone can everyone can paint their face at every other time of the day and be chill, but not not with our history, not here. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> you can't do it here. I don't understand why I can't. And that's their fault. <laughs> so as they cry about changing the team, remember, it's your fault. But it's our heritage. It's our heritage, our romance. Yeah, exactly. It's your heritage. It's heritage your of what? <laughs> you know, the it's, heritage, you know. Your, I'm, not, I'm not even going to deny that. It is your heritage. <laughs> it is your heritage of being awful. It is your fault <laughs> why we're here. Look, my grandfather was awful. <laughs> His father was awful. We got a lot of awful people in our in our lineage that we need to honor the awfulness of them. <laughs> All I'm saying is that, that if we take down our statues, then we won't know how awful we were because you took down our statues. Yeah. That's all. Well, you're still awful now, so just you know, just check your feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> remember, heritage of what? <laughs> of slavery. <laughs> Speaking of slavery. Um, um, Mitch McConnell wore a tan suit and no one better than that. <laughs> well, of course not. Well, first of all, he, he they should have because he wore it bad as fuck. He it did not bad, wear a tan suit. Wrinkled. I'll get you the picture. Fit him right. <laughs> he, he was she, a, a tan suit was draped over him. He didn't wear a damn. Yeah, he didn't wear it. <laughs> he didn't wear it at all. That creases. Have you seen? Do you see the creep? The non crease. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, the suit was wearing. How? how he he wasn't wearing the suit. He had the pants with no pleats, but it was pleated. How? How does that happen? <laughs> He's got a pleated body. <laughs> how do you have a pleated body, Mitch? Oh, here's the pictures. I'll show Look you. Look at the picture. <laughs> Look at the picture. This Obama shit is crisp. Shit is. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. And why do you have on black socks? <laughs> You're supposed to have tan socks, sir. It's an extension of your pants. He thought he was killing it, too. <laughs> wear a tan sock. Tan socks. Are those brown shoes? Okay, those are brown those shoes. Are brown or shoes. Whatever shirt, your, whatever color your shirt is, you wear a sock to match. Hey, okay. Jesus. The shirt looks light blue. Uh, the he's, tie he's has some yellow the exact in it. Same thing. Then wear a yellow sock or wear a blue and yellow sock. <laughs> or brown. Match the shoes at least. Match the brown shoes. Sock. Yeah, extension of your shoes or extension of your pants. Come on. Motherfucker now. King. He and, and the black sock, it looks like one of those socks that looks like it's made out of the ser- the same material that like an athletic sock is made out of. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What you wearing the, the <laughs> yeah. colored socks you wear in the winter. It looks like that. With the with the gold toe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, look at that look shit. At that. He's, not even in, he's not even in shape. Look at Obama in that suit. Look at how Mitch's, Mitch's button is just straining. <laughs> look at that shit. I like how uh, his the manila folder he's holding, it just blends into the suit like it's <laughs> camouflage. I didn't even know there was a, there was a manila folder. Yeah, he's holding it. <laughs> I'm surprised he's wearing that suit. His suit wouldn't pass the paper bag test. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wait a second. The sleeves aren't the right length. Look at the sleeves. Nope. Oh, that's bad. Not the right length. No, no pocket square. No pocket square. It, the the button is is like, oh my god! <laughs> Hold it on for dear life. This just proves how jealous they are. This just proves how jealous. There's no, there's no crease. Where's the crease in, in the Why middle? Why do you Where's have on a light blue shirt with a? T- it's not wear a yellow shirt. 
Or a white shirt, a yellow Obama shirt. shirt you know, it's, it's, it's the tie. Because the thing is, Obama, like, that's that's a different time. That's well, a, listen, different times. The, the pocket square, the tie. Has to f- come together, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Obama killed that. that. He killed that. Suit. Oh, man. And that shirt, is, and that shirt is, is purely white. That means they washed that thing real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a pearl washing. Yeah, I mean, you, wear, you wear either a pearl white shirt with it. He doesn't even know how to sit in a suit. Or no, he's sitting on the coat on the tails of his suit. You wear a pearl Man, white yeah, shirt, same. or you wear a yellow shirt. You don't wear a a blue shirt with a tan. So it don't even look right. No, you can wear a blue shirt with a brown great. suit. With a brown suit, you can do that, or a black suit. To be white must yeah. be great because the 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 shit you can, give, you can give any nigga nothing, anything. You don't got no fucking <laughs> class. Look at that shit. <laughs> yeah, he is a classless oh. dude. What tells you how classless he is is those black socks. <laughs> now they what could be doing? they could be dark brown socks, but they definitely are darker than the shoes. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be that color. I can tell you that shit. Wait, wait, wait. Scroll back up. That one right next. That one where Miss McConnell wore bad tan. Look at the look the creases on that. I wish you can't one? start. You can't start your day. Do the one to the left. One more to the left. Why is he oh, skinny? He just yeah that one. Jesus, look at the creases, man. Look at the look at the. He always looks scared. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I mean, in that you, picture, you, you don't even get it like that even from the dry cleaners. You don't get it like that. Uh, which way to the lavatory? Like, it's like, you know, <laughs> Jesus. He's, he still uses the word lavatory. <laughs> lavatory. <laughs> I'm trying to find a place. That jacket doesn't fit. The sleeves are too short. Freshen up some weird reason. He got that from the, he got that from the uh, thrift store. Right. He's not a tall dude either. Why is he wearing a long jacket? He's not a tall dude. This is the same color scheme as the Cracker Barrel logo. <laughs> I love it there. I get a bib, put it over my blue shirt. He does, I don't want to get he, no gravy on it. He does the thing that a lot of people do wrong with suits is you think because you have a, the tall top, it's going to make you look taller, but it just makes your feet look shorter because you have shorter legs. Look at that picture right there. I was just about to click on Andy. Look at that motherfucker. <laughs> there. Look at that. Look at that fucking picture oh my god all the uh listeners who don't know what we're talking about just google mitch mcconnell tan suit <laughs> tan suit where's that picture where'd it go i'm gonna kill that suit yo yeah that suit made me be like i think i need a tan suit he <laughs> <laughs> must he must have been hey, look, I'm, I'm i'm just i'm just talking he looks like he was working out heavy too he was working heavy because you know he, towards his the, the ladder of his is his um presidency you saw he got thinner like he was like i'm trying to cut the weight down because I'm about to go on this beach and surf for a little bit. <laughs> I'm done with this White House. Look at, look at that suit. Oh, my God. He can't even stand right. I'll put it this way. After Obama's tan suit, the price of tan suits probably went up. <laughs> After Mitch McConnell's tan suit, you can probably get five <laughs> five suits for 100 bucks. Yeah, at, yeah. Uh, Easily. Joseph A. Bank. <laughs> Joseph A. Banks. <laughs> By the way, Joseph A. Banks is going out of business. Joseph A. and... and uh, Men's uh, men's warehouse are getting hit by this Rona. Oh shit! So, but he's a suit to go nowhere. Now, yeah. T- yeah, I thought about that. You know, right before this shit started, I was just about to buy a black suit. I was like, I'm gonna go get me a new black suit. I'm gonna go get the shit measured off, tailored off really well, and get me a, a suit. And then this shit happened. <laughs> I'm about to get my suit. Well, I got this off the clearance rack. Joseph A. Bank. It has plastic <laughs> buttons. Look at those shoes. <laughs> this this jacket shoe. has. 
<laughs> plastic buttons. And he's got the orthopedic shoes on, the orthopedic dress shoes. Oh, he's trash. Yeah, he's old. He's got the old man shoes. Okay, old men and nurses. That ain't no excuse. I've he's got black, old black men just laid out. This motherfucker right These here. These are my black Asian spirits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, besides voter su- uh, suppression, how is anybody from Kentucky still voting for this dude? <laughs> Actually, he steals money for them. In front of their faces, too. And then they, they like, what's this? It's going to be his, what, fifth term or some shit like that? Or, oh, yeah. He's been around forever. It's been around for a long, so long. It's, it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit how, the, how that happens. Uh, I'm looking at his other suits now. Um, he doesn't wear them much better, but he definitely wears his gray suit it's, it's, better. It's the same tie with same shirt. Yeah. Well, that jacket is cut better. His sleeve is still too short for my taste. I don't know who the fuck is... And the material. It's not like he has super long arms either. He's not a tall man. So unless he's gorilla built, which is possible, a lot of inbreeding, you know, <laughs> allegedly. You cut deep. <laughs> also, it looks like the material of that suit, it looks heavier. So that's not going to crease too much on him like that. Well, yeah, tan suit in the summer is going to be like a lighter material. That's the whole right. point. It's 100 degrees outside. Uh-oh. The governor of Virginia just put out a tweet three hours ago. We'll be watching the public health data closely over the weekend. If the numbers don't come down, we may have to take additional steps to blunt the spread of the virus. Virginia is going to go back in the house. We out here, yo. I love Wear a mask and practice physical distancing so we don't have to move back. They're going to go back in the house. I love, I love Governor Blackface. I'll tell Governor you. Governor Blackface? Yeah, he's doing work. Governor <laughs> Blackface. He did it in anything, I, I definitely believe that he did, did do the Blackface thing because he's doing everything in his power. To make that right in this in his policies, <laughs> and, I appreciate, and I appreciate that because we're reaping the benefits. I mean, because Voting Day is a, a holiday; it's a state holiday, right? Everybody, <laughs> yeah, we're going yeah, back in the house. We are going back in the house in Virginia, which is not a big deal to any any of us, any sane motherfuckers. But <laughs> we're going back in the house. I don't know what the fuck Maryland's doing there. Y'all's government other shit. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he started off all right. And now he's like, okay, now we got to go back. And he was like, no. And now he's like, he's he's a Republican, dude. He has the right ideas in certain ways, but at the same time, no one black will benefit from any of them. He's a Republican, dude. That's he steered thing. money away from, from the black force in Baltimore purposely. Yep. You know, <laughs> cut that. they were going to have their own little red line going from Baltimore into the, nope, cut that shit. We're not doing that. Get get these let these darkies get out of their little community. We keep them in. No sir, <laughs> we ain't right. doing that. <laughs> we right. ain't doing that. You used to live there. You know what it is. Based on based on Corona, he's doing okay on Corona, and I only mean okayish, as in he stumbled into doing all right. Like he didn't even like do okay because he planned it. It just he just happened to you know close his eyes and shoot towards the hoop, and it happened to hit, and not even switch. Like boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 and then it went in, and you're like, oh, okay, well, thank you for that. But everything else is shit with Hogan. Everything yeah. else is shit. By the way, um, I just got an email, and uh, our Monday episode video live stream has been blocked. <laughs> <laughs> what we do? Was it the music? It was a song that we played entitled, Fuck It. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It was on YouTube, right? Yeah, but they block it. You can't, other people can't play it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. So, sorry about that. 
Now, <laughs> 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 uh, well, you freeloaders get on board. You know, this is why I don't like on. playing. I mean, even that, even that, I didn't think that was even going to be copyrighted, like to that level where it was policed, especially because it had like 38 million views over two accounts. Because that's what that dude got going for himself in his life. He, yeah. All he can do is to make money off that is to sue people who make fun of it on podcasts. Yeah, well, normally they'll they'll monetize. Um, they'll just take the money off your video if you're making money off it. But live streams, they seem to just shut you down because there's no yeah. monetization on live streams. Facebook or, does uh, that too. Sometimes. Or, or YouTube. Yeah, it they took it down off YouTube. Yeah, it's off YouTube. It's, oh, so, you, I mean, you can still put it up, though. We were streaming live on YouTube. That's okay. why it got taken down. But uh, I could I could put it back up and mute mute the audio during that or just cut that segment out completely which i might do who knows mm. but the um the youtube gods have spoken i had to um when i did I, I put up my um i put the video up for my album recording yeah and um they they, they disputed me they were like yo this is copyright <laughs> is there like an intro song or anything or no they just said that somebody owned you um it was because it was my material because my, yeah. my album's already on YouTube. I would just put the video version of my album on YouTube. Okay. And they and they 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 dinged me for my album. And I and I had to dispute it and say, hey guys, I'm the guy in the album. <laughs> <laughs> and like, then they let I, you do it? Or yeah, did they, they? Yeah, they, okay. they, they 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 cleared it. Well, at least they cleared it. Yeah, but it was like I can't believe all that. Oh, they real. They 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 they, they real with this. Yeah. Dead ass serious. Mm. All right, Andy, let's, uh, do we got any emails? We got a couple emails uh, or comments also. Um, let me see. We just got an email today, I believe. And the rest are all comments on Patreon. Let's read the email. Episode 942 is the title from Miss Ms. Smart. Hey, guys, longtime listener, first-time commenter. As a double Howard University graduate, I admit that we are an insufferable bunch <laughs> because Howard University <laughs> is clearly the best. Uh, beyond Howard, I'm a strong proponent of the entire HBCU system. I understand that black kids find one another at PWIs. How much of that is the result of self-segregating those race-labeled spaces, though, like black student unions and black student government? Yep. Uh, my third degree was at a PWI. Oh, there's a little flex right there. Did you get to hear that? My th- I caught that. Her my third degree. <laughs> third degree was at a predominantly white institution. Uh, when I meet a lot of black PWI graduates, I don't often see many who have kept in touch with the non-black college friends, if they have any. Contrary to popular belief, going to those white schools didn't give them the living, the, give the lifelong social or professional connections that they were promised. Shorter, it didn't give them whiteness. Uh, meanwhile, those of us who went to HBCUs, our network is lifelong and beneficial. Don't even get me started about what it means if someone is fortunate enough to also pledge to one of our black Greek letter organizations on the HBCU campus. I was quietly at a lot of workplaces. We have seen secret HBCU groups and Greek groups that strategize to support our professional growth. Don't tell anyone, though. Okay, too late. Uh, with, regard to our, with regard to our programs of study, if one of our schools doesn't have a specific program, we have relationships with PWIs to fill any gaps so that that student can graduate with a double degree. Consider this when it's your daughter's time to decide. Oh, so I will. Yes, I've been thinking about it. So, yes, send your baby to Howard University. Cheers, Ms. Smart. Thank you, Ms. Smart. I've been thinking about it. I'd love her to go there. Um, Smart, uh, I guess. Mike, I don't know if you started thinking about it yet. Romaine, you started thinking about it, but I'd love her to go to Howard. 
Yeah, I um, I I, I think I told my wife this. I I, I regretted not going to um, going to a, um, uh, well, one to a four year college, but mostly to an HBCU. I should have went to like Norfolk State like or Howard. Those are the only two I actually was interested in my hometown and and, and Howard. Yeah, I feel like every I feel Howard probably gets a ton of applicants every year. It seems like that's yeah. the gold standard, right? Yeah, I guess maybe because I'm local, because there are other like there are other HBCUs that are talked about a lot. But mm-hmm. Spelman and Morehouse. Yeah, in DC, it's like it's all Howard. I mean, you know, Howard is in DC. But you so. get people coming down from New York all around to go to Howard. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like I like their I like the camaraderie. Like my wife to Howard. Yeah, so I said the same thing last week. It's that knowing that she'll have a team behind her. Yeah, just just. You know, you just mind your business at the Cracker Barrel, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "Hey, you!" And then somebody out the other side, be like, "You know, no." <laughs> <laughs> That's a lonely feeling. I remember I did a, um, I think it was an RFD. I did RFD one time, and I was just joking because it was I had a bit about being at um, Gordon Square ITC Tech, and I like I missed. I wish I would have went to um, like Howard, and I like to see check this out. I was like, "Hey, you!" I didn't know anybody was in there that was from Howard. All I heard was, you know, the whole audience. <laughs> <laughs> the whole audience. And I'm like, man, I booked this one up. <laughs> and I am killing up here. <laughs> this crowd is loving me. Yeah, but the, just, the, it just the, that lineage and just the, the tradition and the people that's already been going, the, the uh, alumni that went to Howard. Yeah, the alumni from there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- those connections are lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man. It's a pretty tight knit group. Um, yeah. We got a couple comments from Raphael uh, on last week's Monday episode. I remember Flight Squadron is doing that drill where everyone walks the flight line to search for the tiniest nut or screw that may have fallen out of a jet. A lot of the attention to detail was about equipment and machinery. However, something my former LPO said to me once while I was carrying an F 18 engine via forklift was. Better not drop it. It costs four million dollars, and your life insurance is four hundred thousand. We can replace <laughs> you easily. <laughs> I laughed back then, but over the years, I've been like, "What that mofo was, wasn't joking." And that, was, that, was a, that was a death threat. Yeah. Um, I did cover for many sailors who were late to muster. It was a normal thing for us. We called in favors, and my favorite LPO even allowed us to take day off. Not on the books, yet it has taken years out of service for a lot of things to make sense, such as a female sailors of color from com- commands or squadrons without any male POC to love hanging out with us, even the ones in my command if they came to the house party full of white sailors. Um, what is that like, a house party full of white sailors? <laughs> oh, a lot of beer drinking and chanting and some at tea some back. point yeah. dicks out for some weird reason. And <laughs> yeah, crank up that air supply album. Yeah, definitely, definitely some tea bagging while you while you drunk right. out of the couch. Oh yeah, a lot of dicks dragging off faces. Um, <laughs> Mike B has been there. Uh, no, no, I ain't been that part. <laughs> Raphael said uh, they would disappear quickly. It's recently that I found out that they were not comfortable, especially when we were in Bahrain. A sailor was on restriction for harassment and assault of his girlfriend another sailor as soon as he got out of restriction he was returned back to his security job and allowed to carry weapons his former girlfriend had moved on and was with her new partner in the barracks this guy tracks them there and opens fire then took his life this was before i arrived at nsa bahrain in 2011 while in bahrain four coast guards gang raped a sailor who had a crush on one of them all white dudes she jumped out a four-story building naked was found on the street by a bahraini who clothed her and called the cops. They shushed the whole thing and transferred the girl. 
She was a Vietnamese immigrant. I was close to her best friend who kept blaming himself because he was making out with someone when she left with one of the rapists. He fell into depression and was transferred probably over the shushing of the matter. While working at the VA briefly, I saw veterans filling trauma cases or filing trauma cases involving rape and sexual assault and harassment in the 60s, 70s, 2000s. And some people felt like they were soft. These included men who were raped when Senator Gillibrand wanted such investigations out of the military hands. I supported that move. This has been going on far too long. By the way, it just occurred to me that when I, it was rumored Oprah might run for president, so many, please don't, we don't need another billionaire, began, people began to pop up online. Some of the same people have been singing a different tune with Kanye. I wonder why. So, uh, yeah, Raphael's got some stories. Military yeah. days. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Um, and then a couple short comments on last week's Thursday episode. Victor says, gym equipment is hard to come by. It took me start staying up till 3 a.m. a few weeks ago. (laughs) Find a folding Olympic bench, a bar and a 45 and 25 pound plates all bought on different sites. And then Jay full says, I was able to order the Bowflex adjustable on Amazon, but it took like six weeks to ship. I also got in on the Peloton wave last summer. So I have everything I need to work out, but I just haven't had the motivation to do anything. <laughs> I, 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 I get, I understand that. Can't buy that on Amazon. It's tough to, it's tough to keep yourself motivated. I, I get that. Tr- trust and believe somebody who was like, yeah, I'm going to write a screenplay. I'm going to write treatments. And no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. The That's kettlebell for me is I've been trying to find kettlebells and they still aren't available. You got to go out Fredericksburg. Yeah. The weight I'm looking for. Can't what, find them online. What were you looking for? 35. Remember, an adult, I, um, remember a grown man, you probably, you probably should be using a 35. I need a 35 and a 25. If I, um, cause we might be going back, going back out there. If Sunday. you see one, grab it. I'll give you the money back. Okay. Yeah, 35. Another quick comment from Brooklyn shoe, babe. Thank you, Randolph for this woke files with Dr. April Alexander. Uh, I always enjoy it when you have her on, although I've been in therapy for years. Dr. April always says something that helps me shed light on my own thinking in regards to Will and Jada. I think the bad marriage for life fist bump does speak to Will's perceived desire not to go through divorce again as divorce is a failure. I think we read this one last week. Um, You know what? We put up the Dominique White, the DL White woke Mm -hmm. files publicly Mm -hmm. for the freeloaders, but there are two recent woke files with April Alexander too. If you freeloaders want to kick in a little cash and uh, go go over and check them out and go check them out. Well, we were, we were breaking down Alcina. Yeah. August Alcina. He's pretty sorry. (laughs) He's, he's pretty sorry. I, mean, I understand you hurting all that, but come on, dude. The song kind of slaps, though. That Rick, that Rick um, Ross um, verse kind of bangs a little bit. <laughs> I, I, I downloaded nah, it. Nah, nah. I, I refused. I refused to put money into such bitch bitchdom. There you go. Like, nope. <laughs> nope. That's how I feel. Andy, where I mean, we at? Uh, about hour 20 or so. All right. My, I got... This happened, so. Oh, you in trouble. Yeah. I was yeah. going to show the video of the woman blowing herself up, trying to light a car on fire. Real quick. Let's, let's do it. Let's just, yeah. let's just watch that. As a, as a married man, I like to see Randolph squirm. This is, this yeah, I'm, let's do that real quick. And then when She has been arrested. Her mugshot is out there with a little bit of singeing on her face. She didn't, get, she didn't get completely burned up, but this is the video. Someone from like across the street like recorded this on their phone or something. She's already broken the window. She's pouring gasoline in the back of this car. Now she's about to light it. She has on gloves. She has a mask on too. 
Jesus. Well, you know, safety first. Right? <laughs> Make sure to so and look, she's social distance away from that car right away. Look at that. Oh my God. <laughs> and watch her scurry away. Oh shit. It's, oh it's wait. The it's the crawl away. I forgot That's my back gasoline. Foot. And look, safe, safety first. There you go. <laughs> it's the crawl. And then doesn't litter. Look at that. Got a I like the way on, she scurries away like she's in a cartoon, like she's trying to be quiet. <laughs> I like I like how society's new move now. It's not to call the police or anything, but to record it and then post to it. Record on. it. <laughs> right. Oh, it looked like you're choking. Let me get this phone out real quick and uh. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Props Hilarious. to the guy recording it for keeping it in frame, at least for the most part. Well, he didn't, you know it's weird. It's like he didn't know what was going. On. He didn't know he was recording this. He thought he was just recording some fuckery, and he was like, "Oh shit." Yeah. <laughs> We're going viral. And then the car just burns. The, the Why SUV. did she just throw the match in the top of the sunroof as she was walking away? The thing I, with gasoline that people don't realize is fumes. It fumes. So even if any, the match is anywhere around, it's going to ignite all the fumes at once. And so it's not like the fucking movies, unless you make a little trail of gas, like in Duke Nukem. <laughs> a little trail of gas. You light the trail. That's what you do. That, I learned yeah. that from playing Duke Nukem. You make a little trail of gas. <laughs> And then you light it and the whole trail, just just like in the movies, it, it, it ignites down the trail and then blows up the car. You're at a safe distance at that point. I don't understand why she did it near the gas tank. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's always going to be my number one question. Yeah, there's, a, there's several gallons of gas right there. You can't what control. What was she arrested for, Andy? They say the charge. Yeah, let me get the article. Fuckery is that a charge? Um, woman <laughs> charged. This is in Michigan. Woman charged with arson after allegedly setting an acquaintance's vehicle acquaintance on fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. She just found out she was an acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> after finding out she was an acquaintance. <laughs> yeah. In fact, let me show you guys her mugshot. You can see a little bit of burning. I mean. She Those she kind of got away with with not a whole lot of uh, look at that. Does she like the cartoons? Just uh, <laughs> a little bit. The side of that face, the side right there where your arrow, where your arrow. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You can see there. like a little on the forehead. There's like a little yeah. bit of. Her eyebrows are still there. Um, woman arrested, charged with arson after allegedly setting a vehicle on fire. The Harris Township Fire Department in Macomb County. The, Deputies responded to a call Wednesday at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. after a vehicle fire was reported. Um, you know, she got up, ate a good breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got her shit together and then went on over there to handle her business. Parham was found by Macomb County Sheriff's investigators leaving her place of residence in a vehicle that matched the suspected car uh, that she took there. Police say Parham and the vehicle's owner were acquaintances. She was treated at the Macomb County Jail for minor cuts and burns. And she's got a court date coming up, twenty thousand dollar bond. I, I think. I think uh, now that I see that it's a, a black woman, she yeah. definitely found out she was an acquaintance. And he has to. He said because he's still with his, probably his wife. <laughs> oh, she's just an acquaintance. I just she took you know it's fucked up if that's his wife's car. <laughs> oh, that is fucked up. Or his girl's is, car. Oh my god, that's the hill. car next to it probably took some damage too. I mean that's. That's a hill turn. That explosion is gonna like rain glass and stuff onto that car. She definitely cracked her head wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say I felt sorry for her, but I don't. <laughs> this is what it's like when uh, Ray Lewis hits you full speed. It's the same feeling. When she placed it down, though, when she placed it down, 
<laughs> she had she gloves on and everything. Happened. Oh. Boom. <laughs> well, guess I gotta go. Time to leave. Let me get my gasoline. Well, I'm gonna come back for my gas. It, well, you know what? You know what else would be another twist to this story? Oh, she what? broke the window. That's it. Yeah. What if after she went to get? What if after she that did all blew that, out? And she went to the getaway car. She had no more gas in her car. <laughs> I mean, fuck that. She's ran out of gas. <laughs> She's pushing her car down the highway. <laughs> she smashed the windows already. <laughs> she With smashed the back window, but the front one blows out, I think. The front one's already smashed, too. Was it smashed, before, too? Before okay. it goes out. Yeah. It's, it's, see? So whoever's recording probably heard that and then got their phone out. Yeah. What's going on out there? <laughs> oh, my God. It's too much internet not to know how to set a car on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're going to do some shit like that that you've never done before, you got to Google it, but also Google it with the word myths. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 myths about setting a car on fire. You don't want to get some misinformation. Yeah. You, know? you could probably hey. watch an episode of Mythbusters. They probably did this. Yeah, right. <laughs> they probably, probably did this. This car blew up when you shoot gas tank. Mythbusters. <laughs> Like in the movies, just a long, <laughs> a long alibi sentence. <laughs> you gotta read the reviews. You just gotta go. But I'm about to set this car on fire. But read the reviews. Here's right the quick. thing: don't do it. Don't don't research this from any of your own devices. Go to the library <laughs> and do it there. And still do it in private mode. Yeah, yeah. incognito mode. Yeah, don't do it from any of your own devices. <laughs> and go to the library. <laughs> do it there. All right, y'all. That's some some advice for y'all. We're gonna bring this one home. <laughs> We want to thank uh, Mike B. and Romaine for sitting in with us. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I didn't plan to quite go this long. I was mad, but hey. What are you gonna do? All right. Uh, we're just going to fucking get out on this one. Yeah. Mike, just... you going last. Okay. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> Mike, you going last. Here we go. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Romaine Walters. And I might be. Hey, we're three guys on plus one. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You know, we enjoy bringing it to you. And we're out. Oh.